Greetings and salutations, and welcome back to another episode of Who's Your Brother? I'm the older of the two brothers. My name's Christian. I am the younger of two brothers. My name is Evan, and my God, here here we are again. Uh, dear brother of mine, how are you? How are you doing? I am tired, little brother. I am working a fuck ton. I just got off shift at the fucking casino. You know, I've got to go back tomorrow, and then I got four days at my other job. I'm working on one day off a week, and... It's a little taxing, but, you know, pricey pay for living under the grueling fist of capitalism. How are you? Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, you know what? I am I am tired, but for other reasons, um, you know, putting in, you know, st- put, putting in work in my own job, but, you know, also being an aspiring author, um, one of my sort of like main tracks, right? Because, you know, I've, I've mentioned this. Um, I have a book. It, right. it is written. The book is done. You know, I'm I'm currently, you know, editing it with the help of my SO, very grateful for their help. Um, editing the crap out of it right now. Um, and uh, post that, or currently with that, I am, you know, trying to get it to a literary agent who can represent it and get it to, you know, a publisher and basically do a lot of the legwork for me because I don't know how to do any of it and I'm scared. <laughs> right. Um, it helps to have, uh, like, an expert, like... If, if you know that you don't know a thing, then yeah, nothing wrong with trying to find somebody to represent you to do the things. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's, that is, that is my sort of take, take on it. Um, I got my fourth rejection, um, on Friday. Boo. So. <laughs> Boo. You guys don't know what the fuck you're missing. No, no. Yeah, I, I, I am one of those, I am, I'm trying, you know, my best. I am, I'm amicable. I am, I don't even know if that's the right word. I don't care. It sounds smart. Um, (laughs) As a writer, shouldn't Uh, you know what that word means? Shouldn't you know the context to use it? Or is that what an editor's for? That's, that's why your editor's there. Exactly. Like Like, this word sounds weird. (laughs) You use this word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Every time I use a word wrong, please just Inigo Montoya me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I am. You know, I'm like, hey, I understand if my work is not the right fit for you. Mm-hmm. Totally get it. You know, like I appreciate you giving it a look at least. Moving on. Um, but uh, within that, I have come to find that um, submitting a you know submitting a a piece, whatever it is, whether it's you know a query letter, part of your book, just query letter, whatever it is, I have come to find that um, it's a lot like submitting a resume. Insofar as a lot of times it feels like I don't want to say they're intentionally wasting your time, but maybe just accidentally wasting it. To to quote Dark Knight, if I may. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I, I know that shit a lot, man. The, um, the, the, the resume part, anyway. Yeah. Well, because so you know, I am I have I'm active on like two sites right now, which is just like you know all about you know finding a literary agent, mm-hmm. and you know one of the places is like you know here's where to submit your your stuff, and I'm like all right great, so I'm digging through this one person's it you know seems promising, uh-huh. so they want you know a query letter, um and I think it's first full chapter, which I'm like okay that's standard, and then what they want is book pitch, and I'm like okay. I feel like that's what the query letter achieves, but all right. Mm-hmm. And then it's like summarize your book in X amount of lines, and I'm like, I, I I do that in the query. The summary is right there. It's part of the query letter. Did you just like not want the query? Letter How or... short do you fucking want this? <laughs> summarize it in seven words. I'm just kind of sitting like, I I feel like all this information is already present in a document I would be providing you. 
Uh, I don't understand what all of the extra stuff. I can do it. I mean, I'm right. not. I'm not saying that I can't do it. I'm just. It's all right. I'm all because all I'm going to do is I'm going to rephrase what I've already said mm-hmm. in the query letter. It's right. already there. Right. Exactly. These questions <laughs> have been answered. You asked them. You asked for them. I provided them, and now you're asking them again, a second and third time. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't know. Some motherfuckers want to see you jump through the hoops. They want to see who will jump through hoops for me. I don't know why a publisher or an agent would do that. Like, that makes more sense for a job, I think. But, like, I don't know. Yeah. No, that, see, to me, it sounds like they're trying to, is it like, does it get shorter and shorter each time? Like, hey, summarize it, like, in this, and then this, and then this. It's like, like you know, you get, like, three pages, and then a page, and then, like, a paragraph, and then, like, you summarize it in a byline. Uh, it not it's it's like so it's different things. What they want is like different things. You know, a book pitch. You know, which is just like why is your book you know marketable and sellable and why you know should be represented. You uh-huh. know, and that, but then you know a summary of like you know what happens in the book without you know any major plot details or plot holes. And I'm like, okay, those are you know separate entities. I yeah, understand okay, why you would okay. want those things. Okay, okay, I get that now. Yeah, <laughs> but it, but again, this is all present in the query letter, and I'm going to be totally real with you. This frightens me a small amount because at that point, I don't know what to do with the query letter. If if you're asking for this information, I'm like, what what else what else is there? What 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 more do you want from me? And a part of me, I think, in in defense of this, mm. you know, like I you know, it going into a job makes you know makes some sense. Going into this also makes a lot of sense because I I do feel like they want to make sure that you're not, you know, half-assing this, right. I guess. Absolutely. You know, if you, yeah, if you have work and you are serious about this, they, they do want to make sure. But also it feels extraneous and, like, you are, ac- again, accidentally wasting my time. Right, yeah. Being extra for no good goddamn reason. Yeah, so I, I try to see both sides of things. You have to, I, I also do feel like, if we are going to have, you know, a a mutual understanding, we need to understand that you are not wasting my time. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want you to waste my time. Right. You know, so. This seems tedious and like, yeah, what, what's the word? Ah, there's a word I'm looking for that I'm not thinking of. But yeah, a wait, basically, it's a fancy way of saying waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I, but you know what? I, I take I take all my rejections, you know, off the chin. I, and, you know, I, I have my own things about, like, you know, sometimes I get in my own head, you know, sometimes mm. I'm like, oh, man, you know, like, is it me? Is, is something wrong with, you know, my work? But I, you know, I, I step back. I'm like, I remind myself, like, no, no, no. My work is good. Mm. I, have, I, I have done good work. It just wasn't the right fit. It wasn't the right agency. It wasn't the right whatever. Mm. Move on. Keep moving. There's another, there's another person I can submit to right down the road. All right. Whoever it was didn't didn't see that it could be popular that it you know that it's good stuff that uh, there there is an audience out there for it I don't know man it's I, I think it's tough to make it in writing but uh... <laughs> uh, it certainly isn't easy but hey yeah. here, here here we are here I am Hell yeah, doing man. my damn best yeah fuck yeah man <laughs> gotta like gotta try at least right pursue the fucking dream. Absolutely, I'm 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 out here chasing the dream, man. You know that's 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 what I'm doing. You know, before Chat GPT takes it over or whatever. Oh god, the writer strike is still ongoing in Hollywood. I know that much. Oh yeah, and the actor uh, went on strike too. No, wait, the actor went on strike too. No shit. Yep, SAG voted to go on strike. 
Holy shit! I didn't hear about that one. Let me let me double check, but I'm I'm pretty sure that one of my crazy leftist podcasts uh, said that the actors went on strike. Uh, SAG after members approve strike authorization with ninety seven point nine one percent yes vote. Holy shit! So actors are on strike, writers are on strike. You know who didn't go on strike though? Hmm. Directors. Directors took oh. the deal. No kidding. Yeah. Go figure, right? Huh. Disappointed in you, directors, but not surprised. <laughs> of course, of course. You're part of the upper class, so of course, of course you sided with the fucking studios. Directors. <laughs> directors. I want a list of everyone who voted yes. I mean, I'm, or who, vo- who voted against striking. Striking your fucking movies. Yeah, probably not, though. I'm sure there's some people where I'm like, ah, oh, but it's such and such, and they direct this. Oh, but they uh, made a good movie once. Uh, I'm willing to overlook this. Nah, there's enough people that I feel like if I, if I find out some motherfuckers directed some shit, I'll be like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah, no. Like, I mean, I, I cut Chappelle out. That was pretty easy, because there's plenty of other stuff. That is true. That is true. Chappelle was an easy one. Yeah. I, I thought that one would be tougher, but it's like, nope. Goodbye. And it's kind of funny, like, when I talk to some of my friends who do not see my point of view or just like, Oh no, man, it's funny. It's cool. It's cool. I was like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to be watching. I'm not going to be watching any more of stuff. They're like, what? How can you say that? Like, Hey man, we've had a good relationship for years, you know? And I'll, I'll let you know this. He's not going to know I'm gone. He really isn't 100%. Like on some off chance that he listens to this fucking thing and finds out like, that's it, man. Cause like, yeah, no, he's, he's still a billionaire hanging out with fucking Elon Musk and shit. So whatever he's, he's at his fucking local fucking shit, bitching about people making, uh, trying to build affordable housing in his neighborhood. So, you know, whatever. Dave I mean, Chappelle. I'm even going to throw it out there. I feel like even if he does find this, he's going to be like, ah, oh, well, Two idiots from Indiana. What the fuck do I care? Oh, I yeah, still have, I have millions. Exactly, exactly. This isn't gonna register. He will hear this and laugh at us and say something to the effect of "Y'all couldn't do what I do," which is how he always responds to people who diss him. Y'all couldn't do what I do. Like I don't know, man. Other people do what you do. Whatever. But either yeah. either way, like whatever. That that's the that's the fucking thing. Like it, it was easy to write him off. So like if I find oh, out man. some of these directors aren't supportive, I might write them off. Because, again, there's plenty of stuff. I'm never going to be able to watch everything. I'm sure. I'm kind of watching something problematic now anyway. I'm rewatching Buffy with my girlfriend. Uh, so, um, okay. Here, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you with the Buffy one. Buffy mm. is a tough one mm-hmm. because is Joss Whedon a horrible scum sucker? Yeah. Yes, without question. Mm. However, I think that that hits a point of being able to separate art from the artist. It is important to look at, you know, who created it and who Mm. made it and, you know, say, fuck that guy and notice the influence that that could and probably did have within the show. Oh, yeah. However, I do think it is still, I think that is a case of Buffy was such a huge impact for so many people Uh and it was so influential in what, like, it did and represented when Uh it came out that I think you can still take it as, like, this is still something of quality that did come from someone shitty. Yeah, yeah. There's still lots of good fucking message there, you know, about, you know, female empowerment and uh, uh, the positive representation of gay people at the time was also uh, really fucking dope. You know, not a whole lot of that going on. Um, But uh, there is stuff that, like, did not fucking age well. Like, Xander as a character is mostly just 
awful. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like he's misogynistic and like got that whole like gross unrequited love shit going on. Not that like quiet. I'll keep to myself. But like, oh, you should like me. And then there's the whole thing with her being in love with uh, Angel. Like the first three seasons, she's 16 in that first fucking season, and he's over 200 years old. And this is yeah. all just kind of like hand waved off, you know, like, ah, eh, but he looks young. Isn't he, doesn't he look young and handsome? And aren't they cute together? And every time I'm just like, I feel like this is sending a bad message. And it's extra funny because in season three, uh, this, this younger dude comes to replace Giles, the watcher, you know, or whatever his name's Wesley. He's probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's probably in his like, uh, mid twenties or something. And he sees Cordelia, who's a student at the high school. And she would have been like 18, uh, cannot, canonically uh, at the time and uh, at first he thinks she's a teacher and he's all like flirty with her like hey you know like pardon me madam it's very nice to meet you and then like when she walks off and they're like she's a student he's like oh oh my goodness i didn't know she was a student and there's like a whole thing you know about like him being like older and her being a student i'm just like but y'all are okay with like 200 year old angel and buffy here and, like, when they bang, he becomes evil. Like, y'all know that. Like, there are lots of layers here, but, like, the age is, like, priority. Like, like we should, like, just put a kibosh on that. Yeah. Like, that yeah. part. That part's fucking weird to me now. Like, uh, and, uh, yeah, no, there's there's also other elements where, that I'm watching now. Like, ah, oh, man, this, this didn't age well either. Just, I don't know, some gross dude stuff that didn't. No, no, no definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. But again, there's there are some good underlying messages, and it's still a fun show. I still have a great time. No, 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 it. absolutely. But yeah, I, I just want to like let her see that. Ah, oh, fuck, man, we were supposed to rewatch Lost, and I just found out that there was a whole variety article that came out about how racist the fucking writing room was, and it's like, god fucking damn it. Uh. And the more I thought about it, I was like, man, that did start off with like a real diverse cast, and then it just got whiter and whiter. It it's it slowly started to whittle down any any POC uh, within that, and just kept it to the white folk. So many white people. It was like, hey, what if we added another white person? Okay, okay, okay. Well, hear me out. What if we added, like, three more white people? Like, oh, ooh, I think you're on to something. Damn, that's brilliant. Right? <laughs> and the so island, know, and the know island moves. For me. <coughs> uh, you want to know who was tough for me, though? T- talking about, like, having to cut people out um, mm. was definitely J.K. Rowling. That was one that mm. definitely hit me pretty hard where I was like, no. <laughs> no why are you trash <laughs> you maniac right <laughs> yeah. it's a uh, it's that fucking uh gif uh, or that uh, little video of tyra banks we were rooting for you we were all rooting for you oh <laughs> uh, see i i also think of the, the breaking bad the we had a good thing going here but you just had to screw it up with your pride <laughs> Oh God, I wish I could remember that full quote, but that's 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 one that I think of, um, and that's but that is one because, ah, uh, dude, Harry Potter was just like so so like you know influential to me mm. as a youth. You know mm. that that was one of those books that I read as a kid and just devoured the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I I I love that shit and. You know, but you know what the, the truly hilarious thing is about this? So I, I want to preface this by saying that um, the J.K. Rowling thing hit my SO 
so so much harder because like forever for however influential jk was on me mm-hmm. for them like jk rowling was a hero you know oh, like, damn. like just 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 an icon of icons a a a, a faultless deity as it were and to, to just watch her fall in the way that she did was so it's so it's it was it was extra tough on them mm-hmm. um but so as sort of like you know a thought experiment mm-hmm. you know I started, you know, on my own sort of like crusade of like, I kind of want to go back and re-explore Harry Potter. Right. And I did so. It is a series that is, mm, how shall I say it directly? It's like hobo chili. <laughs> when you scrape the surface, it's fine. You know, you got you get a few good chunks in there. You know, the stew itself is pretty all right. <laughs> Hold on, hold if, on, wait, 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 I need, to... <laughs> okay, 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 hobo chili, okay, okay, scrape it, scrape it at the top, get in the good chunks, go. We get the good chunks, the second you dip below that surface, mm-hmm. you realize that it's 90% garbage. Right, yeah, no, I see that a lot, like, on some of my leftist pages, or some of my nerd pages, where they're like, like deconstructing the text of Harry Potter even further. Like, yeah, what JK says is problematic, but did y'all realize like what she originally wrote was even like not that fucking great? Like, oh, well, I never read it. Like, I just saw the movies, so I did you, not. Oh, you never read it? I did not. No, like, I. Uh, that's the thing, man. Like, I, I missed out on the whole Harry Potter thing. Like, um, I don't know. Like, I, I feel lo- like it did. I feel like it did miss you by at least a little bit because you know I, you know, the, I think the first movie or I think the first book came out. The year I was born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the first movie came out in 2001, I believe, which would have been three years later. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I I was growing up in, like, the perfect age demographic to start reading Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. But, I, but I feel like it definitely did miss you by at least a little bit. Yeah. Well, some of my friends, like, still got into it, you know, like, uh, watched the movies and then, like, read the books and all that. Like... I don't know. I think I tried to watch like the first two movies, like with y'all even like you and Jess one time when I was babysitting, like I watched the first one and I was babysitting another time we watched the second one. I was like, I don't know, maybe I'm just not vibing with it, but I was also trying to watch y'all. So that probably wasn't (laughs) conducive to a good movie, movie viewing experience. So I was just like, eh, maybe this just isn't for me. Hey, it is what it is. I'm not going to rain on other people's fucking parades, you know, whatever. Sure. But, uh, I saw the preview for the last movie when I was like in theaters watching something. I was like, fuck man, that looks bad ass. So I was like, well, I've got to, I have to see that fucking movie. Cause I was like, at the time, like I, I like, I had like one of those cards that I had a membership to the movies, like when they first started doing that shit. So like I was going to oh, the movie, man. I was going to the movies all the time. I did midnight showings and shit. I was a big fucking fan. I went to IMAX 3d shit. Like I spent the most at movies cause I loved going to the fucking movies. You know, I spent like $20 on a ticket, you know, know back when like tickets still only cost like 10 bucks, I think for like a regular, but either way. So, Saw the preview for that, decided I needed to see it, so I hit up my buddy who loved them, who was super excited about the movies, who had read the books and shit. I was like, hey man, so I saw the preview for the new Harry Potter, and it looks dope, and I need to see it, so I'm coming over, and we're gonna watch Harry Potter. And he was super excited. And I remember, like, one time, uh, another buddy of mine hit me up, he's like, hey, what you doing? I was like, oh, I'm over at Lokes, we're about to watch uh, the third Harry Potter movie. He goes, oh, 
can I come over and watch Harry Potter? I was like, fuck yeah, bro. And he came over. I was like, yeah, I'm catching up because I've never seen him. And uh, like, I want, I saw the uh, one that looks good. So that became a thing. Like I'd always hit uh, them two up and we'd watch Harry Potter. And then when the last one came out, I bought us all midnight tickets to the showing and we went and watched it and it was super fucking fresh. Had a great time and then found out that JK's trash. And then, yeah, you look into her writings and it's like, there's anti-Semitic shit, the way she treats, is it the AIDS crisis, I think, isn't like the greatest i believe i don't know you can you probably know more about it uh go ahead yeah no uh i so i'm not gonna like i'm not so this whole episode is not gonna be me nitpicking harry potter i could but i'm not going to right just 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 a couple minutes of nitpicking just a couple minutes of nitpicking but uh so uh i i started doing this and you know my so and i i was like hey i have a thought i know we hate jk however how about we do, because we had started doing uh, movie riff nights. You know, we watch a movie and, you know, we riff on it for a bit. Yeah. Um, and I was like, what if we did the second Harry Potter movie? Because I'm telling you right now, the second Harry Potter book and movie used to be my favorite. Uh-huh. But I'm reading it like I'm re- I'm like, I'm not I'm not fully rereading it, but I'm like going through a lot of like the plot details. And I'm like, it is paper thin, my guy. Right. And one, two and three probably follow their books the closest. Uh-huh. So I'm like, w- we just watch two. And when we go through, you know, point by point and let's really like, let's break it down. Let's see what we got. And dude, holy shit. Paper thin does not begin to cover it. So there's OK, let's let's just take one example. Okay. Um there's a whole scene. Uh, there, there's the whole bit. You know, the bit where they go into the forest um, and they get the giant spiders. You know, Aragog. You know, all that stuff. <laughs> yes, I remember the giant spiders. Gross. Yeah, gross. That scene is wholly unnecessary. That scene changes nothing. That scene in the book and in the movies changes fuck all. Mm-hmm. Because, what, like, like they come out of the forest and they're, they're like, oh, man, Hagrid's innocent. Both we as an audience and the characters already knew that. Like, and if you're trying to say, like, oh, well, maybe Hagrid did do it, look me in the fucking eyes and ask yourself, like, truly ask, did you believe for a second that Hagrid, of all characters, fucking Hagrid, let out the monster in the Chamber of Secrets? Can you definitively say that? I don't think a single goddamn soul could. Child me knew that that was stupid, but I was just so sucked in because, ooh, spiders, those are creepy. Right, yeah. That whole scene is extraneous. And here's something that having my, so again, I have a book written. I have, I'm, I'm having it edited right now. And one of the big things that does break my heart, but I know it is necessary, is that from time to time, you know, I will look at a scene and go, does this contribute to the story that I'm telling overall and the story of the chapter? Mm-hmm. If the answer is yes, then it stays. If the answer is no, I cut it. It just it's gone. It goes. That scene, sometimes you have to trim whole goddamn scenes. That sucks, but you have to. That scene should have been cut, but it wasn't. It adds nothing to the story other than spiders. It doesn't add any sort of like world building or lore or anything that was not already previously explained. Yeah, I think the point of it would just add the spiders though. Like, hey look, I, I crammed in spiders, because you know, spiders are creepy. <laughs> People, people are freaked out by spiders, man. That's it. That doesn't make for good storytelling. That's bad storytelling. That's bad. Yeah, no, you should have a reason to have this fucking spiders in. Like, <laughs> oh, man. See, I have a I have a thing with spiders in a story I'm writing, which is, see, I'm trying to write a TV show. Like, I, I have it planned out. I know how it goes. I just have to, like, write it down. 
but like a, a part of that there's a, there's a spider essence to it ah oh, god i feel really good about that like i had a great idea you know yeah as a writer you know like when you when you have like just one of those like one like moment of clarity where like oh the uh, real like real creativeness like no no this this is good this is fucking solid shit I, Absolutely. I, really, I had one of those when I was like constructing a villain and I was like, ah, oh. see the spiders make sense in my fucking thing, but I don't want to, I don't want to give it away. So. Oh no, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh uh, yeah. No. So that, that is just like, that is one example that I will take mm. and you know what? I will, I will cut at that. So the two of us, myself, my SO, we watched two, three and four mm-hmm. and I mean, they just, they just started like steadily going downhill. There was just more and more each film and by the time we finished four i was like man i don't know if i want to watch five or anything past that and both of us were like you know what this is a good cutting off point there's nothing else like to be done here we've made our point right like it's but man four, and, you've, and, and you've tortured yourself long enough absolutely hmm. but god yeah i just remember i I, rem- I i don't remember exactly like you know every detail but i remember very clearly of just like sitting through four just like like my head my hands just like I used to idolize this. I used to worship this. This was, this was like my my storytelling like like cornerstone. Mm-hmm. This and Avatar: The Last Airbender, which is still really still good solid, phenomenally to this fucking day. Absolutely, yeah. No, I watched that for the first time a few years ago. That's an excellent fucking show. So Avatar, it's a phenomenal show. Yeah, yeah. But see, that's how I feel sometimes, like watching Buffy, like. Ah, uh, yeah, no, there's been, like, some cringy shit in the past few episodes where I'm like, oh, man, I used to find this, like, funny and entertaining. Like, this part, like, yeah, that was great, ha now it's like, ugh. Oh, uh, but hey. It's nice to know that. that. It, growth? <laughs> Absolutely, we call it growth. Call yeah, that. I was literally just about to say, it's nice to know that I've grown as a person, but it's also, it also makes me groan as a person, you know, like, ugh. That's uh, that's rough. Like anytime she's like, it's hokey and silly. I'm like, that's the good part. All right. Like, yeah, lean into that. Like, I laugh every time, you know, like we're at season five and I like there's always just like evil demons lurking behind bushes like this season. It's hilarious. <laughs> they just like pop out and they're like, oh, excuse me. And talking to somebody. And I just laugh every time. I was like, do you remember when like monsters were like, a, oh, a big deal? Like, who? nobody even knows what a vampire is. Now there's a fucking like. Uh, deranged hobbit-looking motherfucker just hiding behind the bush here. And I'm pretty sure I just saw people in full night gear fighting in the middle of the street of Los Angeles. So, whatever. Just lead into it. Like, that. that's the fun part, you know? Like, we're having fun with this. Like, Angel's fucking... We watched the spinoff, Angel 2, and his main nemesis yeah. is an evil law firm. It is true, yes. And that's amazing. Which makes for, like, great television, you know? Because... Usually, like, in Buffy, they have the big bad. Like, she is fighting this person this season or whatever. But with yeah, Angel... Yeah, like, Yeah, but with Angel, it was like, no, no, he's got he's to fight this law firm, which is like, sure, there's a few people he constantly, you know, tussles with, but it's like, oh, you know, we've got, like, endless resources and all other people and whole departments just to fuck with you. You know, it's amazing how many shows will put, like, law offices or, like, law characters... Like as you know, the sort of like the central villain of uh, of their of their running show, you know, because mm-hmm. Angel did that. Oh, God, there was another '90s show that did that, but there was, but it's almost always like you know, like a corporate lawyer, something like that. I'm like, man, it's almost like TV's trying to tell you something. Well, that, that became real popular. the The corporate megalomaniac evil trope really 
popped up in the 80s, you know, with the greed angle and shit and, like, Wall Street motherfuckers running wild. Like, that type of shit, like, started popping up. Like, I think that's when, uh, like, Lex Luthor got, her like, a, a full makeover to, like, you know, businessman and shit. But, yeah, no, so they uh, they start, people started seeing, you know, fucking corporations <laughs> for what they fucking were. Evil. Do you remember that movie I told you about, uh, The Stuff? I do remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny. Like, it's a fucked up movie about, like, killer pudding or whatever. But uh, the underlying message of it is, like, you know, corporations suck. Like, the whole thing is this corporation, like, found it and they gave it to people and they knew it was fucking people up. That it was addictive and that it was bad for them. But they're like, yo, man, like, we're going to make all sorts of money. And then when it did get caught, they were just like, ah, shit, we didn't know. But don't worry, we fixed it. It's better now and we can still make profit. Like that was that like it's a silly fucking movie, but like in the eighties they're like, hey, you know who sucks? You know who's the real villain? Corporations. Which when you look at the movie, it's like all about you know uh, commercialism and you know products and shit. It's yeah, it's it's a fucked up movie, you know, like with some serious fucking messaging. It's wild. Um, I mean, look, the same dude who wrote the Jurassic Park book also wrote Westworld, so he had some things to say about the intersection between science and capitalism. Mm-hmm. Michael Crichton? Oh, I'm pretty sure he's... Didn't he go crazy, though? Oh, did he? Hang on, hang on. I gotta look this up now. Uh, yeah, uh, he was uh, well-known for attacking the science behind global warming. Yeah. Uh, he testified on the subject before Congress in 2005. Well... There it is. See, I know I, I, I heard something. <laughs> so, yeah. See? Everybody fucking sucks. It's It sucks so fucking bad. Like... You're like, oh man, like I, I just, I just want to like things, you know, and people, and I guess on, on some level, like if people realize they fuck up and say they're sorry and really try to make amends, you know, I'll forgive them. Like, but sometimes people are just sorry they got caught. Like Mel Gibson is never getting the pass for me. You know, like, oh no, 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 absolutely. Goddamn not. Like, I know he apologized and he's out there like in Hollywood fucking films, him and Marky Mark made a movie recently. Yeah. But it's like, oh, that's going to be a no for me, dog. And, like, when I see people working with him, I'm like, oh, man, that's, that's weird. Like, it, it always makes me think of uh, when, you know, the slap happened, Will Smith and Chris Rock. They showed, yeah. they showed Mel Gibson in the audience and shit, you know? And, like, they're like, oh, should Will Smith, you know, be banned from the Oscars? I was like, Mel Gibson, like, went on an anti-Semitic rant, and he still gets it fucking invited. So, I don't know, man. But, I, you know, uh, yeah. I, I guess they did have to, you know, kind of do something. He did slap a motherfucker on their stage. He did, in fact, do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, no, I, had never, I had never seen the Academy's trending so quickly. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you want to you want you want to talk about um about uh, like actually like right and wrongs and shit? Mm-hmm. I will. I always bring up this example of this. Uh, my absolute hero, um, Tolkien. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he so you know he wrote uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know. that that reminds me. That motherfucker never edited shit. He's like, you know what? I should talk about more these goddamn trees. The trees. Hey, you know what? They were integral to the story. Goddamn it! I'll not hear slander about it. <laughs> 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 Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, please go on. Uh, but um, so he wrote, like you know, he wrote his shit. Um, you know, put it out. Um, and some, and you know, when it was written, um, people like went to him and was like, hey, uh, the way you sort of, um, you know, depict uh, the orcs and goblins is it's kind of anti-Semitic. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's like you know symbolism that's very commonly associated with you know anti-Semitic sort of ideas and shit. Yeah, a lot of that shit came from uh, 
Protocols of the Elders of Zion, which is a debunked fucking thing, which claims to be notes from a secret Jewish meeting. It's one of the first like major conspiracies that uh, got passed around. Well, that's where a lot of the fucking tropes became popularized and shit. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, um, but you know what that man did? What's that? He said, "Oh shit, I'm so sorry," and like when and like and and changed actively changed. You know all of like you know the way that you know those things were described mm-hmm. and and went back and fixed it and you know actively was like, "Hey." Did not know, but I am very sorry. You know, I'm I'm really, you know, I apologize deeply for, uh, for for you know for you know not not getting it right basically. Mm-hmm. Like he went out of his way to correct things and make things you know as right as he could. He righted his wrongs. I'm gonna compare that to another author who also did some anti-Semitic shit, which was J.K. Rowling. Let's bring it back to bashing on her for a second. Woo, bring it like, back. Fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that woman. When people were like, "Hey, the way you describe the goblins is kind of anti, kind of super extremely anti-Semitic, and it's super uncool," she fucking dug in her heels and said, "Well, no, you know, like I'm not gonna change anything, whatever." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no. See, see what what I'm hearing is a J A R J R R Tolkien was almost canceled by the woke mob. Uh, the woke mind virus uh, extends farther back than we know, uh, and it's been corrupting us for, for this goddamn long. That's what you're telling me, Evan. <laughs> Meanwhile, freedom fighter J.K. Rowling. Who the fuck was the guy? They're turning the fucking frogs gay. Oh, uh, that's uh, Alex Jones. Actually, uh, it's like, the globalists don't want you to know this. They're turning the frogs gay with, with all the chemicals that they spray from, from, from the drones. The globalists, the globalists don't want you to know this. He says globalists because he can't say Jews, which is what he really wants to say. <laughs> That's the dude. That's that dumb yeah. bastard. Fucking Alex Jones, who got found uh, liable by those parents from uh, Sandy Hook for the fucking slander. So, fuck yeah, fuck Alex Jones. Oh, uh, dude sucks. God, fuck that guy. Sucks so fucking hard. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> sorry. I've just been, of course, hearing a lot of that because a lot of Republicans are throwing in their hat for the pre- to try to beat Trump. It's you know, and he got indicted on the fucking the the secret documents case. Oh, it's so good, so good. Did you see the pictures? Did you see the pictures, little brother? There were a lot of documents. They were in the bathroom. Yeah. They yeah, were in the fucking bathroom. bathroom. <laughs> Do you know what else was in the bathroom? A fucking chandelier. <laughs> there was a chandelier in secret documents in the bathroom. And when you read the transcripts of the recordings uh, that CNN like allegedly, you know, has that's some like top level, like stupid shit, man. Cause he's like, look, I have these declassified. I have these documents. I could have declassified them. But I didn't. This is top secret. Here, look at this. Look at this. Like, holy fucking shit. Like, that sounds like a goddamn cartoon. <laughs> that sounds like something that should have been on fucking, like, Powerpuff Girls or, you know, Teen Titans. No, it's, 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 too, it's too dumb for Teen Titans, man. Maybe, like, well, what, what do, uh, I don't know, uh, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol, there it is. That's some evil fucking shit from Paw Patrol. These top secret documents. Look at them. Look at them. My God, fucking damn it. Oh my God, I don't. I'm about to do like a super deep cut here. Let me know if you get this one. Do you remember the Simpsons episode where they did like the behind the music? It was like behind the laughter for the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, I remember that um, one. 
and Homer went back to legitimate theater, and he was playing like the villain from Rent Two. I have I have a vague recollection of that. Like I don't remember the scene like perfectly, but yeah, no, it's like it's there's a fuzzy image there of him. Of him he had like the top hat, like the big swirled handlebar mustache, and the suit with like a cape and shit. Fantastic. <laughs> like that's how I imagine it. That's how I imagine you, Mister Stingley. Right. Just, oh no, we owe our rent to our landlord, Mr. Stingley. Oh, landlord. God, yeah. <laughs> See, and that, that's the thing, yeah, it's cartoon villainy. Like, what the fuck? Cartoonishly and, stupid. And oh, they're still out there just defending him and talking about what a travesty of justice it is. And they're trying to co-opt the fucking, the, the phrase, uh, two-tiered justice. Which, of course, means justice for average folks and then justice for the rich quote-unquote justice where you know they pay fines and we pay with our lives but they are trying to hijack the term two-tier justice uh to talk about like oh well there's justice for conservatives and then there's justice for liberals Uh, which is uh, uh, they do this shit all the fucking time of course Uh, they do have i ever mentioned i'm not a big fan of the right wing (laughs) Has that come across clearly yet? Welcome to our podcast. One of us is a crazy left winger. Take a guess which one. (laughs) (laughs) Get Uh, two guesses. Ah, shit. Is it you? (laughs) Oh, ooh. You know what? You're such a good sport. We're going to let you try again. Okay, 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 okay. I feel like I've got it. I feel like I've got it. I feel like I've got it. Is it you? Mm-mm. Oh, I'm so sorry. The answer we were looking for was uh, it is in fact you, Kristen ah! Shutley. That was oh, the answer shit! we were looking for. Oh yeah, that's right. Hey, fun fact. Ah, oh, this is great. Uh, when I was over at uh, my mom's the other day, uh, I was talking to you know my mom and my sisters, and of course, <laughs> talking. I can't remember how the topic of um, uh, I don't even know how the topic of it came up. I, I think I was talking about you know police murders and George Floyd and all that, and I said that the only reason that Derek Chauvin got convicted was because a police station burned down. Which may or may not be true. I said it in the heat of the moment. I it's think sure. I think there's definitely some fucking merit to that fucking statement because, you know, you never saw any other cops who fucking killed people on camera get convicted. But when they burned down that fucking police station, that guy got convicted. So, I don't know. It's food for thought. But either way, Angie called me an anarchist. And, you know... I've never felt more proud. <laughs> uh, I was like, you know what? You're right. 100%. Tear it the fuck down. Uh, you know you know what? You are my brother. I love you. I will support you. However, please do not turn into South Park, you know, Randy Marsh anarchist. Damn. You cut out there for a second, uh, and I did not—I did not see that episode, so I don't get that reference actually. Oh, uh, well, it was—it was—it's a, a very dumb episode. It is an extremely dumb episode. I need to make that clear. As many episodes of South Park are. I was about to say South Park isn't generally known for its high browness. Uh, back however, in, back in my day, there was like Mecca Streisand fighting Robert Smith of the Cure. Uh, <laughs> I think Sidney Poitier was there. I think so, actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which is always great. Also, there was Sally Struthers, which was... <laughs> and Starvin' Marvin, of course. <laughs> and Starvin' Marvin. 
dad fucking loved that show even when I was young. Like, he would let me watch it, you know, like, even though I probably shouldn't have. Eh, it was all right. Like, I was like 16 or something whenever it came out. But yeah, he, he loved that fucking dumbass show. I'm sure he did. I think he still does. Yeah, it, it can be fucking hilarious. I haven't, like, regularly watched it in years. I've, it's funny, because, like, uh, they said it themselves, you know, about getting too preachy and up their own ass, and I was like, yeah, kind of. Like, uh. Oh, a little bit. Yeah, so I kind of fell off of it, but I don't know. Whatever, man. There's there's plenty of stuff to watch, and I'm sure other people are still watching it, so good for mm-hmm. South Park. See, that's the other thing. Like, yeah, just drop a thing. Like, there's a, there's another thing to replace it. No, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So this Pride Month, uh, we encourage you to drop all of your transphobic and homophobic and problematic motherfuckers. Anybody who overuses the word fucking groomer, Ted Nugent for sure. Like, he's just got to go. Ted Nugent's just the worst. Mm-hmm. Kevin Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo's got to go. Also bad. Also yeah. bad. But Hercules was a fun 90 show, and it's got Bruce Campbell, and that makes me sad. Cause I it love, does have Bruce Campbell. I love Bruce Campbell. Bruce has yet to be problematic that I know of. I'm sure if I look deep yeah. enough, I can find something. God, I'm uh, screwing myself there. <laughs> uh, uh, that's the problem. You just, never, you just never dig too deep. I'm you, lucky you know I'm lucky we don't have a rabid fan base who's like, oh, I found the information for you. Like, thanks for ruining that thing for me. Uh, look, man, just keep skimming the surface the hobo chili. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, the hobo chili. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> As I as I sometimes hear in uh, my crazy leftist circles, there is no ethical consumption, you know, under capitalism. Somebody's always somebody's always getting fucked. So just try to just try to do the fucking as least as possible, and also try not to get fucked. Good luck there, because sometimes you're just gonna get fucked. It's true. It's true. No loop. No safe word. Just fucking. Just raw dogging it right down the ass. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, okay then <laughs> no, not uh, well we're getting close to the end here it looks like I meant to go on that Pizza King shit like I, I did some research there is a little bit more that I want to look into I'm not sure they might have some connection to the Skull and Bone Society I'm not totally fucking sure but uh, so we're going to have to put a pin in that one until next episode uh, so hold off on the Pizza King thing and I guess it's just time for disses there we go bring it on alright uh, first and foremost, uh, Nancy Reagan. So, uh, since it's Pride Month, uh, the, I think, I can't remember if it was last Pride Month. I think it was last Pride Month or the one before that. I don't know. Either way, because it was Jill Biden unveiled a stamp of Nancy Reagan, uh, her commemorative stamp. And it was at the beginning of June, you know. And so, of course, motherfuckers just ripped it to shreds. Like, what? No, fucker, Fuck that fucking stamp. So, <laughs> that's hilarious. Happy Pride Month. Fuck Nancy Reagan. Uh, and for Elon disses, I heard some shit about a case that some former employees of his are bringing against him. There was some interesting stuff there, including a little section that was referred to as the crime toilet, which is just hilarious. But, uh, we're going to skip over all that fucking shit and just talk about how Twitter was recently valued at $15 billion, which is of course still an obscene amount of money. But it is one-third what Elon paid for it. So he has dropped the value of that shit by, like, 66%. Oh. The man sucks. Absolutely outstanding, Elon. (laughs) You've truly done it. You you are, in fact, a visionary of the future. You're going to destroy capitalism single-handedly. And you're not even going to be trying to do it. Right. 
you are the Tony Stark of our time. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> I used to think Elon Musk was the Henry Ford of our time. You know, uh, smart, good industrials. Then I found out Elon Musk is the Henry Ford of our time. Uh, Anti-Semitic union buster. <laughs> Sounds about right. Some, some uh, shit like that. I'm paraphrasing. I'm, I'm well, like, sure. Yeah. And there's another dude who can go fuck himself. Henry Ford. Rotten hell, you bastard. Fuck yeah. I hate seeing him getting credit for the fucking 40-hour work week. Like, unions were trying to fight for that shit for decades. All right? Decades. So, fuck him. <sighs> Either way. Yeah, fuck Henry Ford. Fuck Elon Musk. <laughs> fuck Nancy Reagan. Uh. <laughs> and uh yeah fuck us we're, we're done here so uh i guess that'll be all uh don't forget to like and subscribe and tell your friends and your enemies and your aunts and your uncles and your cousins and uh your bosses nephews girlfriends best friend tell that person uh. Absolutely. T- tell everybody, you know what? Even tell people who might hate this show, you Def- know, like they, they'll, they'll tune in and hate. Listen, that'll be good. Fuck yeah. De- definitely. tell them. Got to tell them the most. Uh, well, uh, if that is the case and we are all good here, let's go ahead and wrap, uh, wrap it all up. And I'm going to go ahead and say happy Pride Month, everybody. Uh, be gay, do crimes. I will just second that this time. Be gay, do crimes.